Welcome to Baba Education Institute. My name is Reverend Henry Kelly. Today, we are going to be in the book of Genesis, and we are continuing uh, continuing in foundations. And that is to give you basic foundation, a foundation and name. We will go into the book of Revelations after we get through Genesis chapters 1 and through 11. And we're getting there pretty quickly, actually. So, Genesis chapter 6, verses 1 through 8, and verses 9 through 21. And the title in this section is called, Wickedness in the World. And then the next section will be Noah and the Flood. So, you see how this correlates together. Alrighty. Before I get started there, I like to always read what the Bible is to give you... Uh, uh, facts about the Bible, why we can depend on the Bible, why it's real, and I got it from Dr. Vodi Bakken, which you can find him on YouTube, and you can find him online by putting in uh, Vodi Bakken Ministries, and it'll pull it up. Okay, here we go, the Bible, a reliable collection of historical documents written by eyewitnesses during the lifetime of other eyewitnesses. 40 authors, 66 volumes of books, a span of 1,500 years, in three continents, Asia, Africa, and Europe, written in three languages, mainly Hebrew and Greek, a little in Aramaic, hundreds of subjects and topics. Now, you have indisputed facts of why we can depend on the Bible, plus it has witnesses, and plus all the books correlates together. It's amazing. Amazing. Okay, now, so I will be using the NIV today. And down the road, I may start using the English Standard Version. Uh, I just try to find the uh, the Bible versions that are the easiest to read and also that have been uh, directly translated from the Hebrew and the Greek. And of course, like I said, a little Aramaic, but mainly Hebrew and Greek that was translated. Um, just to make the Bible easy to understand, of course, I was... Uh, I had learned to use the King James Version because uh, I've been a minister for a lot of years. And I like the King James Version, but I also like the easy ones too. You know, as long as, long as they're all been translated from the uh, direct uh, Hebrew and Greek, it's fine. All right, here we go. Uh, Genesis chapter 6, starting at verse 1. Wickedness in the world. That's the title. When human beings began to in increase in number on the earth and daughters were born to them, verse 2, the sons of God saw that the daughters of humans were beautiful and they married any, any of them they chose. Verse 3, then the Lord said, my spirit will not contend with humans forever, for they are mortal. Their days will be 120 years. Verse 4, the Nephilim were on the earth in those days, and also afterward, when the sons of God went to the daughters of humans and had children by them, they were the heroes of old, men of renown. So, the Nephilim is, um, from what I had studied, that was... Um, uh, some of the fallen angels that had come here and had connected with human beings, you know, with women and stuff like that. So they're a little larger, a little bigger, whatever, stuff like that. 
Now that's just from, from what I was studying. Okay, let's continue. Uh, and verse 5, The Lord saw how great the wickedness of, of the human race had become on the earth, and that every inclination of the thoughts of the human heart was only evil all the time. Verse 6. Which is what, let me stop here for a minute on verse 5. So it says here that, that um, let me just read 5 again. Verse 5. The Lord saw how great the wickedness of the human race had become on earth, and that every inclination of the thoughts of the human heart was only evil all the time. Which is pretty much what we have now. Um of course, it's been through, you know, time and everything, but we can see it happening right now, especially in America where I'm from and around the world. Okay. And, but, you know, if we stand for Christ, we will win, but we have to stand. That's going to cost, but we will win. You have to trust in Christ. Okay. Let's continue. Verse six. The Lord regretted that he had made human beings on the earth and his heart was deeply troubled verse 7 so the lord said i will wipe from the face of the earth the human race i have created and, and with with them the animals the birds and these creatures that move along the ground for for i regret that i have made them verse 8 but noah found favor in the eyes of the lord okay now this section which starts at verse 9 is noah and the flood Alrighty, so this is the account of Noah and his family. Noah was a righteous man, blameless among the people of his time, and he walked faithfully with God. Verse 10, Noah had three sons, Shem, Ham, and Jepheth. Verse 11, now the earth was corrupt in God's sight and was full of violence. Verse 12, God saw how corrupt the earth had become, for all the people on earth had corrupted their ways. Verse 13, so God said, to Noah, I am going to put an end to all people, for the earth is filled with violence because of them. I am surely going to destroy both them and the earth. Verse 14, so make yourself an ark of cypress, uh, cypress wood, make rooms in it and coat it with pitch inside and out. Verse 15, this is how you are to build it. The ark is to be 300 cubits long, 50 cubits wide, and 30 cubits high. Verse 16, make a roof for it, leaving below the roof an opening one cubit high all around. Put a door in the side of the ark and make lower, middle, and upper decks. Verse 17, I, I, I am going to bring flood waters on the earth to destroy all life on the heavens and every creature that has the breath of life in it. Everything on earth will perish. Verse 18, but I will establish my covenant with you and you will enter the ark, you and your sons and your wife and your sons' wives with you. Verse 19, you are to bring into the ark two of all living creatures, male and female, to keep them alive with you. Verse 20. Two of every kind of bird, of every kind of animal, and of every kind of creature that moves along the ground will come to you 
to be kept alive. Verse 21, you are to take every kind of food that is to be eaten and store it always and store it always always as food for you and for them. Now, let's go back to kind when it says of the kind. Now, they're not talking about species, which is from one kind. That means if you have the lion kind, the sheep kind, whatever, or dog kind especially. The dog kind, there's only like two male and female. But from that come many species. That were, That's where everybody gets messed up on. Especially these uh, so-called scientists or whatever, you know, and uh, 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 where they are... Where they go through school and college, and they're taught that there's no God, and they're taught they taught, or if they do have God, they still mix it in with I'm um, having the Big Bang theory and all this kind of stuff, and where the Earth is millions millions of years instead of six thousand years, you know, because that's the only way that they can try to prove things. But then it's a, it's a guess because nobody's lived like that, nobody's came from there, you know, so. This is how we have to learn to critically think, which they don't teach in public schools at all. In fact, they teach you now to follow. This has been going on for a long time. Actually, the public schools changed at the turn of the 20th century when they started changing the curriculum and uh, 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 I'm starting to put this new stuff in there that doesn't work and starting to slowly take out the Bible until finally they have, uh, they've done it. And look at the mess we have now. When people don't know where they came from and that there's a God that um, who we are responsible to and that will punish you. That is, you know, um, if, if you reject God and you keep going the evil ways and the consequences are going to be evil. And then in the end, if you have reject Christ and never have asked for forgiveness, that is to realize that. You've broken God's moral law, the Ten Commandments, and therefore you're guilty and on the way to hell. So if you don't understand that and you come with a sorrowful contract heart repentance and then put your trust in Christ Jesus, if you don't if you don't do that and you die, then you will be going to hell. That's how it works. But see, God knows who's going and who's coming, you know. And again, people say, Well, if he knows everything, what's the point of all this? Because because God is God. And he knows everything, and, and he knows what we're going to do. But he commands us in Matthew chapter 28, uh, verses 19 to 20, to go out into all the world and to teach and baptize. So that's what we still, those who become Christians, have humbled themselves as a child. That's the whole point. The whole point of everything is to humble yourself as a child and believe God. It doesn't make you stupid. It means humble that means realize you don't know everything and you're not God. But every, but most people, before they come to God, including myself, thought we were little gods and we knew everything and all this stuff. And finally you come in a situation where you realize you're not God and you need God and you need somebody else and you have no one. So you cry out to God, you know. Uh, that's just how it works. Nothing's complicated. Man makes it complicated. Because he doesn't want God, you know, he wants to keep doing the sin that he enjoy, that uh, that uh, we enjoy and stuff. People like sinning, and when you come to Christ, that stops, you know. But then, 
when you truly surrender to Christ, you don't want to do those things anymore, you know? And plus, it's wonderful because then you don't have the negative consequences that comes with sinning. So, also anyways, so let's go back here in verse 20 of chapter 6. To every kind of bird, of every kind of animal, and of every kind of creature that moves along the ground will come to you to be kept alive. So, that is kind. So, the kind means bird. There's a lot of species of bird, but there's only a male and female bird itself. It's still a kind, just like humankind. There's still male and female from humankind. Now, we're not animals, so we don't have species. We're just humans, men, male and female. Uh, but people now are calling this transgender thing trying to become species of whatever, but it doesn't work because we're not made for that. You could force things, but your body will ultimately reject it. Plus, as I've said before, when you die, if they dig you up 100 years from now, the scientists have said all they have to do is check your bones and it will tell them whether you were male or female by DNA and also by the bone structure. Uh, because women have like an hourglass shape. That's, that's their hips. So there's, it's very distinctive. And however you change the outside doesn't matter. I mean, yeah, it's destructive and you go to destroy yourself. But people are going to know who you are. And when you choose to try to change yourself, you're just saying, I don't like what God did. Whether you believe God or not, it, it doesn't matter. Subconsciously, that's what you're thinking. That's what the whole point of this is, is you're mad about something, however you were raised or the abuse you faced or whatever. And now you want to blame God. So you want to destroy what he created. And so you should destroy yourself. And in the process, remember, sin makes you completely stupid. And not only will you destroy others, you will destroy yourself. doesn't matter how rich you are, how much power you have or whatever. In the end, you will destroy yourself. So I say, is it worth it? Or you can have peace, joy, and happiness no matter how bad things are or what abuse you've experienced or what happens to you in the future. You can have a supernatural peace, joy, and happiness that comes through Christ no matter what happens to you. I can attest to that because I experience that every single day. And then when things are really bad, I still have peace, joy, and happiness that comes supernaturally through Christ because I'm serving Christ. Not because of anything I've done. He did it all. I just came humbly and accepted what he did. But then I repentance means to turn from sin, not to keep sinning. Turn from it. So if you follow whatever, like if you if you mess up, you get up, you ask for forgiveness, you keep going, you ask Christ to help you and stay in the word. Read your Bible daily without fail and do what it says. Okay, let's, okay, so, so now you know what the kinds are. So how they fitted in, uh, uh, how they fitted in the ark was they had, because uh, um, you had so much space. So if you had two of every kind, not species, but kind. A bird, a dog, what in dogs, whatever, male and female. Then, if you had them small, like babies, they would all fit with no problem and have room. That's how you can do it. And how do you know this stuff? Well, um, a great resource 
especially for the book of Genesis and for creation and everything, is uh, Answers in Genesis with Ken Ham, which you can find on YouTube. They have their own YouTube channel. And Ken, have, Ken Ham has one separate. Also, he has a lot of shorts on there. But you will learn so much from that. And also, they're out of Williamston, Kentucky. And you can visit there. They have a thing. They have the Creation Museum. And then they have the full art, full-size art. You can go there and, and see for yourself how all this would work. And it will blow your mind. But it's really simple. It's not that hard. But it's thinking through the thinking process, you know, critically thinking, learning how to think through the process instead of just believing what somebody tells you, you know, you investigate. I tell you, read the Bible, investigate it, challenge it. You know, but, but use the resources, especially ones that I give you at the end. They're great resources where you could learn. And I do this because I knew how it was when I was lost. And then when I was a Christian, I was a baby Christian. It took me a lot of years because um, we didn't have the electronics and stuff we have. Now, there was no YouTube or anything like that or Internet. So it was very difficult to try to learn. And a lot of people that was around me didn't know a whole lot. Well, they knew some, whatever they were taught in in schools or whatever, or they learned on their own. But there was a lot of information that now we can we can grasp and have that knowledge that will help us. How great is that? Okay. So, the next time, so I'm going to stop there, and the next time, so the next time we're going to uh, continue, we're going to continue about Noah and the ark, um, and in this section, it, it's going to be uh, Noah, Noah obeyed God, and that'll be in chapter 7, and we'll do that next time. So, let me read you some scripture. Okie doke. Romans chapter 3, verse 19, the NIV. Now we know that whatever the law says, it says to those who are under the law, so that every mouth may be silenced and the whole world held accountable to God. John chapter 14, verse 6, the NIV. Jesus answered, I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. 2 Corinthians chapter 7, verse 10. Godly sorrow worketh repentance. And how do we get godly sorrows? By coming humbly before the Lord be for God, realizing that that we have sin. Romans chapter three, verse twenty-three, the NIV: For all have sinned and fall and fall short of the glory of God. Let me see. Let me see here. So, First Corinthians chapter six, verse nine, the English Standard Version. Or do you not know 
that the unrighteous will not inherit the kingdom of God. Do not be deceived, neither the sexually immoral, nor adulterers, nor idolaters, nor men who practice homosexuality. Revelation chapter 21, verse 8, the English Standard Version. But as for the cowardly, the faithless, the detestable, as for murderers, the sexually immoral, sorcerers, idolaters, and all liars, their portion will be in the lake that burns with fire and sulfur, which is the second death. And I think that's enough for right now as far as those scripture goes. It's just something to, to have, you know, just to help you to to understand I would say here we go 2 Timothy chapter 3 verse 16 and 17 NIV all scripture is God breathed and is used for teaching rebuking correcting and training in righteousness so that a servant of God may be thoroughly equipped for every good work okay so now, why do we need Christ? Well, because we all have sin. And you say, well, what sin? Well, sin is breaking God's moral law, the Ten Commandments. There are Ten Commandments that he's wrote, written on our hearts. That's why you know automatically stealing is wrong, lying is wrong. You may do it, but you have this feeling that it's wrong. And we start as children, and then, you know, we advance as adults, and then after a while, we just don't realize we're doing it. Then after a while, we create a God in our own mind. Uh, which would be the first commandment, you shall not have any other gods before me. And we create our own God in our minds that is okay with everything we do. But that's not the God of the Bible. Remember, God's standards are very high and ours are extremely low. We're okay with everything we do. But if you notice, we love to point out what other people do. Right? Have you ever lied? What do you call someone that lies? You call them a liar. And that's white lies, whatever. We've, we all have lied some way, somehow. Even not trying to lie, but it turns into a lie. It, it's like if, if you're at a job or whatever and, and you got to get out of a tight situation or whatever situation you might be in, you know, you tend to lie. Or you don't want to hurt somebody's feelings and you say something else is not really true. And it's lying. It's... It, it's uh, Sin comes easily for us, very easy, because it's, it, it seems like it's easy and simple to do to get out of stuff, but really, in the end, it's going to cost you a lot. Um, and also, that would be the ninth. Lying is the ninth commandment. You shall not bear false witness. Uh, the tenth commandment, you shall not covet. That means want what somebody, what somebody else has. You ever notice commercials, television commercials, commercials everywhere? It's getting you to want what they have to sell. And they'll say, oh, that other stuff's garbage, but you need this right here. This is fantastic. It makes you want it, even though you may not need it. Or you see somebody who has one, you go, oh, I should like to have that. You know, or, or if you literally want what somebody else has, or the same thing for adultery is wanting somebody else's wife that's already is married to somebody else. So if they go along with your sin, why would you do that? Because if you get somebody who's already married, and you're going to want, to want them to leave their husband or wife to marry you, why wouldn't they do the same thing to you? You understand? You're breaking the covenant. That's a covenant between God. You get married to someone, that's a covenant between them, but also getting married is a godly thing. 
So when you do that, you break covenant. Can you be forgiven of it? Yes. But not only is it bad before God, but it's also destructive to both parties. It's destructive to the person doing it. It's destructive to their families and children and the other spouse. It just destroys everything, you know. And you don't want, you know, it, 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 when you get married, it should be till death do us part. Because that's how it should be. Believe me, the grass is not always greener on the other side. It, it just looks that way. You know why it looks greener? Because when you jump the fence and you step in, it, it's because it's full of manure or poop. Because when you, when you have, like, dung and stuff or poop, it makes the grass green. So when you step in, it's all mushy, but you can't see it. It just looks good. Until you jump right on in it. Mm-hmm. Well, anyway, so... Oh, have you ever looked at another person with lust? According to Jesus, you've already committed adultery in your heart already. Have you ever hated someone? Then Jesus says that you've already murdered in your heart. And thou shalt not kill... Oh, oh. the sixth commandment said you shall not murder. So you're already doing it in your heart. That's why I said his command was a high and ours are very low. So that's why we need Christ because we can't do it ourselves. So Christ becomes the bridge for us that we can come to God because of Christ, because his holiness. He came, walked three and a half years, or uh, uh, I mean, he was born and everything and lived as a child and all. And his ministry was three and a half years, which he went around giving the good news that through him you can have heaven. You know, if you come as a, uh, if you come a humbly and complete repentance and surrender your life to Christ and then you can go to heaven that's why he came he was the bridge so when you do that and then you turn away from sin then you will go to heaven but also to stay strong and to learn and grow you have to start reading your Bible daily without fail and do what it says and now we have a lot of we have some good uh, modern versions that were directly translated from the Hebrew for the Old Testament and the Greek for the New Testament. So how good is that? Before it was mainly King James, you know, and but now they have a lot of other ones. So anyways, so what I would suggest is that you would talk to God, which is prayer, and just come humbly and ask Jesus uh, um, and come with a sorrowful, contrite heart and ask Jesus to forgive you of all your sins and then to to put your trust in Christ alone, surrendering to Christ, like you would if you're in a plane about to crash and somebody gave you a parachute. You go to hold on to that parachute for dear life because it's going to save you for the jump to come. Jesus saves you from judgment to come that will be coming. And here too. You know, that's why we have laws. So if you do something really bad or whatever, steal or whatever, then, you know, there's consequences to that. And if somebody murders or whatever, that's why we have laws. Our laws came from the Bible. That's why we have the system of justice, or supposedly justice. And um, so if somebody murders someone, then their life is to be taken. But, but sometimes they don't do that, depending on the state. So anyways, so now you know that. Now let me give you some resources. Oh yeah, and I would suggest that you would you've give, your life to, give your life to Christ. You would repent of your sins and put your trust in Christ alone. As soon as possible, because you don't know if you're going to be dying today, next minute, next second. You don't know. Okay, resources. Uh, here's good teachers and ministries. Dr. Vodi Bachman. All these can be found on YouTube and their websites. Dr. Vodi Bachman. 
R.C. Sproul, Legionnaire Ministries. You can find it on YouTube. Living Waters with Ray Comfort, livingwaters.com. Answers in Genesis with Ken Ham, answersingenesis.org. Wall Builders with David Barton, wallbuilders.com. Dr. Walter Martin, waltermartin.org. And Wall Builders, they teach you about a lot about American history and have good Christian radio shows on how they're, um, they're fighting through the court system to, you know, standing up for Christian rights and everything. Dr. Walter Martin was a good teacher. Uh, he's he's been dead for a while now, but he's you watch all his videos and stuff. There's fantastic and uh, his um, his website waltermartin.org and you can also go to Apologia Studios. That's A P O L O G I A S T U D I O S dot com. And also, it's a church with Pastor Jeff Durbin, and you can find him in the audio on Apple. He gives great messages and teaches you a lot. It's really good. And you can go to the website, his website, and you can put in the search engine there on the website and put in Dr. Greg Bonson or Bonson U and get a literal free seminary education because they have all the recordings that have been remastered digitally and everything from Dr. Greg Bonson. Dr. Greg Bonson was a great professor. Um... And you will have, you can get a literal great seminary, seminary education for free. And it's really good. I listen to it. And then, if you would like to correspond with Bible Education Institute or myself, it's all lowercase Bible Education Institute at gmail.com. The website is all lowercase Bible Education Institute. W-E-B-N-O-D-E dot com You can find uh, the, the audio platform and everything And video and audio platform You can find it on YouTube and Rumble And then also The audio um, Podcast platforms Is Helium Radio Network HeliumRadio.com Stitcher, Spotify, Apple, Amazon, Amazon Music, Overcast, Chrome, G Potter, Firefox, Safari, iTunes, Audible, Alexa, Google, Podbean, Internet Explorer, Podcast Addict, and many others now, I've noticed. There's a lot of good stuff out there. Yep. And if you need a Bible, just, just email me and I'll be glad to send you one. Or you can just go and they have a, the other um, resources. You can go to get like used books and new books. I buy a lot of used books to save money. And that's uh, Abe Books, A B E B O O K S. And all this is online, Thrift Books, uh, Amazon, and Alibris, which is A L I B R I S. Really good. Another good, uh, well, there were two of them that I could do for TCT Network. You put that on your in your search engine and pull it up. They did have two programs that were good, but one's been discontinued for whatever reason. But you can still get Faith in History with William Federer. Um, he teaches you about all uh, church history, and he makes it fascinating, especially American and Christian history. They did have Ancient Jewish Wisdom with Dan, Rabbi Daniel Lappin, but now... but. But they don't have him on there now. But you can go. He has podcasts. And you can find out on Stitcher and all the rest of them. And also you just put in Rabbi Daniel Lappin um, podcast. And it'll bring like the podcast up and stuff. You can really, it's really good. And uh, yeah, and also you just go to Daniel Lappin 
com. I think it's Rabbi Daniel Lapp or DanielLappin.com. And his wife, she's really nice. Uh, her name is Susan. She has a, like a, a blog she does. It's called uh, Susan's Musing, I think it's called. But it's all really good. And then here's some more going over the good teachers that you can look up on YouTube and stuff. R.C. Sproul, Ligonier Ministries, um, or Ligonier.org, Dr. Vodi Bakum, Dr. James White, and he's with Apologia Studios also, and YouTube and all. Uh, Pastor Joe Webbin with Right Response Ministries, Pastor Jeff Durbin, Doug Wilson, and Gary Lamar, great teacher. You can find all on YouTube. Really great. So, till next time, remember, read your Bible daily without fail, and do what it says.